Hey everyone, I hope you're having an excellent week. One week before Christmas, it's so exciting. Well, actually, it's only a few days. My daughter reminds me every day how many days are left before Christmas. Um, Today, I'm going to share a little story about something that I have forgotten many times, and that is why it's so important to remember every single member of your team and never take anyone for granted. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. So I'm hiring a new position, which many people often do. And I'm starting to kind of reach out. I want some people. I'm really looking for a very specific person. And that's a struggle, right? Because you you want to get the best candidate. And you hope the one that you find will be the best. But in my experience from the past is you want to make sure that you're very neutral. You give your team of opinion on the hire. and, And you end up hiring whoever they really think. Even if you go and recruit whoever it is. And we can talk about that in another episode, but it's incredibly important that your staff buy in that whoever's coming onto your team is the great. So here I am calling around. Um, I've had a lot of people work for me in the past and, and I had some very specific needs that I know that I taught my previous team how to do. So I'm kind of in a interesting spot. I'm reaching out to people that I'd worked with years ago trying to figure out who or uh, yeah, who would be the best candidate and who might be interested in this opportunity. Great opportunity. So I have the job posted. I'm getting applicants from all over the place. And wow, I don't know if it's just nowadays, but I'm getting more and more applicants that don't have any relevant experience. And I'm very specific with my jobs. I've learned to be incredibly specific so that it's easy to basically turn people down if they're not fitting the bill. So you make a very clear definition of what you're hunting for, which I did. I'm trying to find this person. I start reaching around. And there was something that happened that I have... I, it just kind of made me think of something which has has brought me to this episode of Leading Lightly, which is... How many staff do you have that you just kind of think will always be around? And who are those kinds of staff? Because what happened for me on this job hunt was I had somebody that strongly recommended somebody who I never even thought of. And it wasn't, I never thought of them because it wasn't that I didn't think of them because they were incapable. I just never thought that person would ever switch jobs, ever. They were one of those people. I remember when they came into the workplace, really good. I, I heard that they'd done a great job. I went up and acknowledged that after their first season. I said, you're doing an excellent job. It'd be great if you joined my team. I pushed your manager to bring this person on. And he was completely aligned with me on bringing this person on. It did an excellent job. And then just kind of faded into the organization, fit in so well that you didn't even acknowledge that this person existed. Even though like you were working with them on a daily basis, they'd send in their budget, no issues. So you wouldn't notice. You do performance reviews, no issues. So you wouldn't notice. All these things, 
Meanwhile, you have other people on your team that are constantly coming front and center. Budget. Missed their budget by like 50,000 bucks. Well, we got to figure that out. Then you do a performance review and you're like, wow, I think you have a lot of communication issues. Well, they think that you have a lot of communication issues. Got to fix that problem. And you go through this list with a bunch of other employees. Meanwhile, you have an excellent employee that just kind of fit in. Now, I just want to be very clear that I'm not saying this person didn't exist or was ignored. They just didn't present anything that would make you be concerned with them. And in senior leadership, you often spend most of your time looking and dealing with the people who are the issues, which I I dealt with in a previous episode. If you want to grow or change your organization, you got to stop focusing on the issues. You got to start focusing on the opportunities and the areas that are your strongest, not your weakness. But in leadership, you often end up focusing or getting drawn into what I would say is, is what you shouldn't be drawn into, which are the issues. You have to resolve the issues to support the good that your organization's doing. But if you get focused on them, you miss so many opportunities. Um, a stat, I'm, I'm going down a little bit of rabbit trail, but I won't go too far. Um, the growth that I've experienced in my career and my previous organization, we grew significantly. We doubled some programs Um, Some of them we grew by 30%. I think the least of them was like 20% in an industry that really doesn't grow much. Uh, So we we did very well. All of that growth, here's here's the newsflash, all of it existed in areas that were strong, not in fixing areas that were weak. So don't get distracted. Meanwhile, as I'm doing this hire for this person, I'm trying to find the right candidate. I'm reaching out and I'm starting to realize just how many people I took for granted. Not that I thought they weren't good at their job. I just never thought they'd go anywhere. I never thought they would even be open for another opportunity because they couldn't be because they just fit in perfectly. Their reviews were good. Their, uh, their budgets were good. Their spending was excellent. Their team was strong, so if they managed people, there was no issues there, so you never had to step into that. Their programs ran, in my area, their programs ran without a hitch. You never heard any issues or complaints from clients. So you just kind of ignore them, even though they're your best, absolutely your best asset. And that's what this hiring process, it kind of shocked me, which is why I'm talking about it today. Just how many people that I had thought would never leave an organization that came front and center when I was starting to reach out. And uh, some of them were excellent people. One was moving on to a different career, not even in the same industry, which is awesome. Another one was actually fully interested and kind of surprised everybody, including myself. But these are good people. It makes you start asking the question, what do you do with your good staff? So here's the thing is you you know those areas are the opportunities for growth. When you have a good person somewhere running a good program, it will grow or will improve regularly. But what are you doing for the staff? It's one thing to say, oh, you got you know an extra $50,000 this year to grow your programs because I trust you and I know you'll do well with it. But there's quite another saying, man, I see you have a lot of potential here. What kind of opportunity can I give present to you 
that would continue you being challenged. Because what I've seen happen, and in this case, it's exactly what was happening. A person who's so good and so talented kind of gets overlooked for opportunities for advancement because they're never on your radar. Now, again, I'll say it one last time. I'm not saying this person isn't on your radar because they aren't good. They're just not an issue for you. And you're running around dealing with issues on a daily basis. So that's kind of the, the reminder is what are you doing in your role to, to strengthen those who are already so strong on your team? What challenges are you presenting them? Because if you're not, they're going to come up and they're going to find something else. And you're going to be shocked that they leave. I've had, I've had, I think in my career, I think I've had one person that was spectacular that just walked up to me one day and said, here's my notice. And they gave me lots of notice. They were really good about that. And they asked me, you know, what can they do to transition this well and make sure there's no issues, which was awesome. But they gave me the notice and I was just like, whoa, you were looking? (laughs) I never even thought of that. I never even considered that as a potential. So in your organization, I would challenge you to look around at the places you never deal with. The areas where your budget's on, your performance reviews are good, the staff they hire are good, the organization that they run is good. Look at those and then walk into that conversation, eyes wide open that they may be at some point hunted down by somebody else that will want them to join their team. And they will take it if you're not presenting them opportunities for growth. Because I can tell you one thing for sure, every single staff that I've seen that's been very successful in their career, they get bored. They get bored after, you know, doing the same thing for five or six years. That's a lot of time. They may go through a a stretch of growth, like incredible growth. And that's the case of this person goes through incredible growth, but then is kind of done and in more idle mode. And then what happens is you you realize that they're in idle mode and they're really good. So you just give them more monotonous tasks instead of giving them more challenges that progress them, encourage them to grow. This is also the reason why turnover in an organization's healthy. If you don't move on, move up or move out of an organization every once in a while, if your staff don't move, There's no potential for your strongest team members. If you don't have potential for your strongest team members, I promise you, you will lose them in one of two ways. The first way you'll lose them, which is a real sad way, is you'll lose their spirit. You'll lose their energy. You'll lose everything that they provide to your organization because they'll go from growth mode and, and personal growth mode into idle mode. And, and just try and hold on. Even the best staff you might have can turn into that. And eventually, they will leave or they won't produce anything for you anymore. And they'll kind of lose their enthusiasm. The other way you lose them is they get headhunted. And they move on to another organization. So you have to ask yourself, what are you doing for the people on your team 
that you would you would almost think are the forgotten ones because they fit into their role so well that you don't think they have any or you don't think they need anything else in their career. What are you doing for them? How are you challenging them? How are you keeping them in, engaged and growing in your organization? By doing this, you can avoid yourself a lot of issues. By keeping that turnover, by, by pushing people to continue to grow and get stronger, you will keep them longer. And I'm just hoping that this episode will remind you to, to look in those spots in those areas that you may forget sometimes and challenge those people. And that way you will keep your good staff and you won't have all that burden that you get when you lose a really good team member. And hopefully you can learn ways and this will help you to lead a little bit lighter in your leadership journey. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 